This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing in the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Spidey's 16th Minute, and we have a superstar who hasn't even gone to her 15th minute because she is one of the biggest pop stars I've ever met my in person in real life we have Slater (laughs) um we have Slater here who I love I've had the honor of being in the studio with her and I brag all the time as she's Uh one of the most incredible singers producers writers you name it she does it and we're so excited to have her here so Slater thank you oh my gosh Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like biggest pop star. I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you are. No, you, you are. are being robbed. Oh, my it's, goodness. That's the game. And that's why I was so excited to have you on this podcast because you are in an era where in our day of like our peak fame, you right now with the same album, the same marketing material, like you would be an international pop star, but the game is so fractured and just, you are like, we see you as one, but it's just the way we've had guests talk about it, where everybody used to listen to the Mm -hmm. same thing. Let's watch the same shows. And now everyone's just off in this fragmented world. So we, we know the level you really are. Thank you. I, I talk about that exact sentiment a lot with like friends in my family or my mom was like, I wish I debuted like 10 years earlier or something like that. Because everything is so different, which like, you know, is what it is, but. And that's how I used to think until our last guest, Steve Mosco, got me inspired to be like, this is the best time it's now. And I was like, okay, I'm going to bounce back. So (laughs) the only thing is also back then, it was also more difficult because you have to be in their system, right? So mm-hmm. if they put out, what, five artists a year and that's it. So now it's also a great opportunity to, like you have and you've been on tour and putting out your music and being able to have so much more control of what you did. And congratulations on the cover that you just did too. It's Thank so you. good. Thanks. Watch out, Lady Gaga. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. So. Yeah. I, I only know you she and me is. Both, you and me both. We're like, you know, <laughs> doing, the, doing, the, doing the songs. Yeah, well, you're... And we did a 
a collab. Slater oh, and I did a long time oh, ago. The mm-hmm. cover, to clarify, she just dropped a Spotify single yeah, last yeah. night. I was like, which magazine cover are we talking about? The cover yeah. of Monster. Monster. Yes. Oh, like, yeah, Sounded to, for our incredible. Audience, was like, to clarify. Was like, huh? So we're kind of all over. We'll go back. We'll rewind. Okay. <laughs> Slater, the beginning. Where did you come up with Slater? How has your image and everything what's your inspirations what is the ultimate pop star to you growing up you grew up in minnesota right missouri missouri, missouri. i had an m okay i had an m it's it's the midwest missouri. it's all a blur when you start to get in the middle of america you know but um yeah i grew up in st louis missouri in like just like a random suburb it was called kirkwood and I just loved pop music. I was so bored. I was like me and my sister, obviously very big fans of like the Hills and like paparazzi, like culture and like Perez Hilton. And like, it was such a different world so far removed from what I'm used to. So I just grew up loving it. I loved MySpace music. I was really into like, you know, like Lady Gaga and I loved Uffy. I loved your music. I loved so many different things, but just was really into that kind of like the internet beast of like, culture at the time you know it felt really I've always just been inspired by Hollywood and all that stuff like I feel like that was like my early beginnings were just being like so bored with Kirkwood Missouri and just you know being like what's LA like oh my god you know but also you're an incredible singer so when did you realize okay I'm a great singer I'm gonna write the inspiration there because you're definitely on and have been on a trajectory it's a very methodical calculated career and you have the actual talent to back it. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I started, I was doing like choir and stuff when I was in high school, but I think, Holy Spirit. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did choir in high school. And then I like, I guess four years ago or five years ago now, I just started putting music on SoundCloud, which was kind of like, you know, when you're not very like legit, anyone can like post a song on SoundCloud. And that's like, you don't have to have a team or a manager or anything. You can just like make a song and upload it. So I was making up music on the internet with my friends and uh, yeah, just like posting it to SoundCloud and the Twitter found it. And that was kind of the beginning of the beginning. Of and that it. was the mine one or was the. Yeah. Well, it, it started with the song BFF. Um, and then I would release like a song a week. And then like mine was like maybe like the fifth or sixth song I put out. And that's what kind of like blew the lid off a little bit. That's when you came into our lives as well. And we did the Paper Magazine interview together. Yeah. So I remember Justin reached out to me from Paper Magazine and we were listening to the Omeo Mine. And we loved the song. And Gunnar was Thank just like you. one years old, I think. And I was at his mommy and me class actually upstairs. And I said to um, Abby, I'm like, all right, you got to watch Gunnar really quickly. I have to go to this interview. And so I'm doing this interview with you and like talking about Paper Magazine and the inspiration that was so great hearing you and having that acknowledgement. I guess that was yeah. what four five years ago. Yeah, it's been oh time. my gosh, it's been such a lot. It's like every <laughs> time is flying. I can't. Yeah, but yeah. It really. I'm just so excited for you because I've been your biggest. Because you're the first person to like. Because we spent you know over three million dollars on Heidi's pop album. Like we really tried to make it a pop masterpiece. I feel like you were the first person with talent to publicly be like, this album was so good. And I was like, whoever this person is, I am, like, it was how I became a Swifty because I was like, I'm oh going to become God. Taylor's supporter when everyone was hating on Taylor. And then I, when you backed out, it was like, 
I, I am ride or die Slater fan <laughs> oh now. Oh my God, thank So and then you. the music kept getting better and better and made it even easier to like always be, you know, promoting yeah. you. And I feel like your new thank album you. has just, you know, I'm not saying the, the old material, it was great, but like you've gone into like yeah, mega, like stadium, <laughs> thank new you. level on this new album, which is, thank I, you. would you say it kind of, You've like, yeah, I feel like more vocal prowess. Or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my first like debut album or whatever I did with like a like a label. It was like an indie label. It was during COVID. It kind of just was like, you know, like flash in the pan, like boom, like went out into the Internet stratosphere and kind of didn't really do what I was hoping it would do. And that was kind of a bummer. It was definitely like pandemic times. Like I had to like finish my album, like recording it myself in my room and like all this stuff. And I was like you know, I just signed this deal. Like this sucks. Like I have to like shoot like single art with an iPhone. Cause like no one can do photo shoots right now. It was just such a lame thing. And then for this next, this most recent project I put out, I was like, okay, like the world's a little bit more back to normal. Like I want to do this right. I was so particular about like all the photo shoots and the imagery and the styling and the everything. And yeah. So I feel like overall it kind of, it's, I've, I feel like I've elevated the, the look a little bit, everything, the voice, everything. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. It, it's so calculated and beautiful and like well done and strategic and all the image. I'm saying to Spencer, I'm like, I need to do some new photo shoots. <laughs> oh, you just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is great. I want to create yeah, or direct yeah, something yeah. for you. That would yeah. be so fun. All right, perfect. I feel like you could be a, a record head and CEO in a different world if you weren't that. like so great at your own vocals. And how is tour? You would just, so this, that must have been the biggest tour so far. Yeah, right? well, I yeah, I was I was touring pretty much like most of this year. I was opening for Tovlo uh, or Tuvelu, sorry. Is that um, how you pronounce it? Yeah, Tuvelu. Yeah, I always say Tovlo. So do she I. Kinda, yeah. She kind of she kind of like goes by both. I think now they're trying to get people to pronounce it. That's like the Swedish like pronunciation is like oh. Tuvelu. Okay, oh. but yeah, that was like a wild time. I was like opening on a on a big tour, and that was really fun. And then I'm about to go I, in like a week. I'm going on my own tour for this album, so that's gonna be exciting. But Where's yeah. your biggest fan base? Like what city, what country? Um, maybe London. Okay. The UK loves pop music a lot more than American culture, like loves pop music, I would say. I feel like you would tour, like you could tour in the UK. Like they love pop music. Like it would be, it's like, they just love dance music. Pop music is like on the radio. It's not really on the radio as much here anymore. Well, if you think about it, that's where like Spice Girls came from. You know, it used to be that so much of our pop music came from the UK and you would watch and be like, okay, who's coming out of there? What's coming out of there? Yeah, exactly. So that like ultimate pop, you know. So one of the things I felt like you were perfect also for this podcast, besides being one of our most famous guests, um, (laughs) is like gagging me. No, for real. Um, Is your ability to like see trends and uh, like actually be like I would say a fame hustler and just this new era of like having to actually make it on your own mm-hmm. doesn't matter who your publicist is or your man like you have to grind so much and yeah and I feel like that's why I'm like you can see your commitment to like making it and as a 16th minute hustlers here yeah uh it's very like yes you can do this later mm-hmm. so where is where does that do you monitor all the feeds? Like, how plugged in are you tracking? Oh, 
too plugged in. I like read like pop forums like that, like religiously. That's how plugged mm-hmm. in like anything anyone has to say about me. Like I have seen it. I see every tweet I see. I'm so like tapped into like what is going on around like me or my name. I think when artists are like, I don't like social media. Like it's scary. Like I can't read the hate. I'm like, it's so useful to see like, you know, like even about my last album, people were like, eh, like this photo shoot, like she looks shitty. And I'd be like, okay, so let me <laughs> go in, let oh, me okay. fix the wig, let me fix some things. Let me get in the kitchen and rearrange some stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's really good intel. So like I try to be really tapped in on the internet. And I think that's basically how to hustle for your brands and for things now is you just have to really be plugged in on the internet. Like, yeah, it kind of sucks sometimes. And, you know, you feel glued to your phone, but that's just the way that it is. And that's, you know, you either have to like adapt or get out, you know? So I've been trying my best just to like, keep my finger on the pulse of like TikTok and Twitter. And like, there's like reels and YouTube shorts and all this stuff now, but it's good to kind of be really aware of everything and aware of the humor, aware of what's cool, aware of what's not cool. And yeah, that's such an empowering place to be. And I feel like a lot of people should harness that as well, including myself, because Mm -hmm. at a point, you know, for me too, I'm like, I don't even have time to sort through this or I don't need the negativity or whatever it is because you do need time to like sort through, okay, well, what is this negativity coming from? So if you don't have time to like sit there, read it, digest it, go through it, then it's kind of not as useful to even go into it, but it it seems important. And, you know, Spencer does that too. So you guys are very similar in that (laughs) sense that he, um, like the deep dive, but I think a lot of girls, that's a really good place and something for people to hear. Like, don't, become just overwhelmed and overtaken by the hate. Like you can use it to be empowered by it, to move forward through it, to own it and Mm -hmm. harness it. And I think that's one of the coolest things I've heard and really so all young and women out there and people to like hear that and to take that. Yeah, definitely. I feel too like people, you really can't be sensitive if you want to be like a public facing person. I don't let like hate does not bother me in the slightest. If anything, I feel like you can use you can use it as like a tool almost, which I'm sure you guys know that like better than anyone. Like, I feel like when people are hating on you, it's like, if you can harness that, that like polarizing attention that you're getting and like, oh, some people really love me. Some people really hate me. And you kind of like play into like pissing people off a little bit. It can like make your stock go up so much more just by, you know, making kind of like little moves that, you know, like, I feel like it's, it's like, it's easier to get people to talk about you when they don't have nice things to say. So like, I try to like, keep the polarizing figure there, you know, embracing, embracing that. And then something that really has struck me kind of funny, but not funny is the Twitter or not Twitter. What is it called? X now? The Mrs. New Titties. Mrs. New Titties. (laughs) Yeah. It is so funny. Congratulations on oh, yeah. your new surgery. Oh no, well, that, that that's is. a lot. I've never had it. I was oh, manifesting. Yeah. I thought you I got was. new surgery and you were just like totally <laughs> going with it. So I'm glad to clarify this. No, as well. yeah. I, I've never I've never had it, but I want it. So I've been like manifesting. Like I have a song on my album called Plastic that's like silicone in my tits, pay big money looking like this, like this. Like I like love I oh, love it all. So you, you totally fooled me as a fan too. And then in the <laughs> new photos I'm like, wow, her new breasts look great. Oh my gosh. Good Mama, we got them pushed up. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, you are so funny. Okay, so you're just <laughs> manifesting some it. celebrity though, like quote yeah, tweet Sarah it. Michelle Geller. Someone at BuzzFeed had her like reading tweets, and I made this like really like like it like Twitter Twitter meme 
ass tweet about it was like i was like gay people are so sarah michelle geller is daphne blake and scooby-doo like purple boots martini oysters with the girls like it didn't make any sense but they had her read it and she was like what and then she was like and her name is miss new tit she was like listen she was like if you ever try to get a job she like went in and it was so funny she's really lovely though she's like jimmy she's like i didn't know i'm sorry i didn't want to offend you and i was like you're good that Miss is Daphne. so funny you, i love her like now x twitter you were also like so engaged there yeah. so like that like pre-comment section mm-hmm. i feel like that's where i used to see you just like tweeting everything yeah. and it, do you feel like you've lost like now it's not as important to be connected to that platform yeah. it's the whole shift to tiktok which really happened i guess around 2020 i feel like it was like younger kids like really young gen z people on tiktok but like the pandemic is when everyone started getting on that mm-hmm. platform And I, as an artist, like I've always been really good at Twitter. I'm good at like written format, short form, written quips. That's like my thing. Like I can, I'm really good with that. I like, I don't love being on video. Like I don't love the sound of like the sound of my voice. Um, But yeah, it's been hard to kind of adjust because when I see newer artists who are really killing it on TikTok, they are so animated they make these videos and they're like this is how blah 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 and i'm just like it's that's so not my vibe i'm kind of like shy and like you know so speaking of artists on tiktok right now and i knew it wasn't a fluke because i did my little deep dive yeah. on uh that tate with that greedy song is oh, like number love one that song yeah so do you see a song like that because like do you consider that like what sound i mean is that pop now is that a tiktok like do they as an artist from mm-hmm. your like expertise are they making a song for her tiktok audience or is that a radio song obviously ryan tedder wrote and produced it so it's like a banger that's why i'm like this is not a fluke i feel like honestly i don't know because she she's been really big for a, a while i feel like that song hitting off on tiktok like maybe it's like good promotional campaigns that like a label pays for but at the same time, like that song slaps. Like I never really listened to a lot of her music, but like that song like hooked me. I was like, this is so good. That's like pop R&B-ish. But like, I don't know. It really is so random. I've talked to a lot of friends of mine that have really big TikTok followings and they'll always be like, you know, like I wish I could say like I know what it is that like it has got me here, but it's so random. It's so random. The algorithm is so random. It's very like something can work for like a couple months and then that doesn't anymore. And then it's this new thing. And then it's like, trends are constantly changing. I feel like TikTok has like sped up like culture cycles, trend cycles in a crazy way that like we've never seen before. You know, people are starting to reference like 2017 and like 2015 as like old school culture points. It's like, oh my God, that was like yesterday. Like, what are you talking about? You know, it's, it's, yeah. It's so hard because yeah, we're always racking our brain. Like what is it about TikTok and everyone Mm -hmm. we've talked to, it's the same thing. It's just so untouchable it either just kind of works or it doesn't like I have a TikTok sound that's just became it's so big right now but it's mostly because it started in China with the I'll do it and that uh, do- one of my favorite songs <laughs> thank you thank you and now it's on TikTok but the, like yeah it's on uh, so many my name's not attached yeah to it. no it's got 700,000 posts and like mm. perspective greedy is number one on TikTok viral with yeah now it's moved up but it was like 800,000 so Heidi's like underground song that mm-hmm. has like a lovely Chinese 
person's face, <laughs> not Heidi's face, not is in literally it says popular, like next to it in the TikTok font. And it's she's not monetizing. I'm messaging Warner Music Group like, hello, hello. Like you yeah. need to swap. Like this is, is so to, much. Did they, do you guys have contact with, so you released it through Warner because there's so much, I feel like there's been such a resurgence. It's like, you should do like a remix package or have some like new DJs do some like. We're going to China. So Amen. if you get bored and you want to like co, yeah, you want to go like, on tour. If you want to go on tour we'll in China, China. Yeah. we're for sure going to China because that's where that's where it's blown like up. And that huge. that designer, that like couture French designer Ludovic Sandersen, yes. used the used that song on his runway show. I was like, oh my gosh, like taste, like come on, <laughs> it yeah, it's but it's so random because it's like that wasn't even was that one of the lead singles from that album? I don't think we had leads. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, so that no, just I mean, goes like, to just, show yeah, how the, yeah. the TikTok beast yeah. is so random. Like they plucked a song right. out of that track list, and then that's the one that you know right. gets like the uptick in streams. It's crazy. So what happened with that album is that we spent so much time, we spent so much money. Each one we felt like was a single, right? We, mm-hmm. we were like, let's just have every single one be a single. Then lo and behold, I got all this cosmetic surgery and the album came out basically at the same time, but was really overshadowed by the surgery and by uh. almost, you know, dying and all that stuff and the dramaticness of that we unfolded. We can do it and, back again. Uh-huh. I'm just thinking like now brainstorming. We should have had the surgery as the music video. And then instead of we launching did. it, no, but like instead of People Magazine, it just launched on YouTube with like, I'll do okay. it. Like, you know, it's just yeah. a different time. It was already yeah, like so negative. And at that time, it wasn't like able to translate. And we always talk about that at that time. You weren't really able to monetize and transition off of a certain amount of hate, right? You were like more put in a position and then you weren't allowed to go on. There was no Instagram and TikTok and all these different places where people could have different point of views and perspectives and make their own trends out of it. So you were just really put into a mold and you were able to get X amount of opportunities. And that was basically it because brands didn't see the opportunity of just anyone with attention and clout and social media and followers. So Definitely was a different time. But yeah, we weren't able to like launch it. So we didn't do everything like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, who are your favorite stars right now? Like who are your favorite musicians? I I would have to say it's kind of random. Like I, I really love, I love Ice Spice. I love Ice Spice. I'm like, I really love like female rap right now. I think that the female rap girls are like killing it. Sexy so, red. Yes, yeah, sexy. Oh my gosh, she's from St. Louis, so oh. like, gotta like, I love her. I would love to collab with her sometime. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Put that out. St. Louis I'll queen. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I really like Olivia Rodrigo. I think she's a really cool artist. Love Taylor Swift. I think in terms of like dance pop, though, I'm not really seeing. I don't really like feel like I see a lot of stuff that I'm like that into. You know, there aren't a lot of like pop star pop stars that are like doing the doing the kind of like Britney Spears type of music that I grew up loving, you know. Do you think that's over? Is that just a different know. time like, of life? Ah, I, I hope know. not. I, I hope know. not. But in a way, yeah, everyone wants everyone to be so relatable now that like mystique of being an artist or being a celebrity has been so peeled back and peeled away with like things like TikTok because it's like now you're like 
knowing what people eat for breakfast or you're like getting ready with, you know, whoever. And like, I see all these like celebrities who I looked up to when I was younger, who are like legacy artists, like acts and stuff. And they, they do the TikTok thing and they participate in the trends and it's, and it's great and it works, but also it's like, it kind of robs that mystique of the whole artist project. And yeah, like it's, it's hard for me to keep up because I, like I said before, like I'm, I'm pretty shy, which is like crazy considering like my music is so insane, but I'm pretty shy. And I, I don't, I don't like being so like, I, I didn't like get into this to be like an influencer, you know, like I, I wanted to like make music and even like, I, I like TV and movie is like so cool to me, but like even that, like everyone is like trying to play this influencer game and like be like YouTubers. And it's, it's tough. It's tough. Like you have to be really cut cut out for that, you know? It's yeah. very exposed. I just yeah. said to Heidi yesterday, and, you know, I'm a huge fan, and I appreciate their hustle, And that, but there was a photo of Alex Earl with her sister in Paris, and they're, like, mm-hmm. in the elevator, and they're both holding tripods on their shoulders with these little cameras. I'm like, here she's the biggest star, but, like, when Heidi got to be a star, she had, like, five real, you know, yeah. hundred thousand dollar cameras with real tripods and cam robbers and like that level of yeah. like excitement makes it and you know, obviously I'm like a fame junkie. Like that yeah. to me is just so much cooler. Yeah. No matter how much success Alex Earl's having, like and I'm sure like I would well, love you guys, her paychecks. You guys didn't have to take pictures of yourself. Other people are taking that, pictures of you. That you is know? I always say as well. Yeah. It's like because the other day for the mint mobile commercial, mm-hmm. this is a real conversation. They were like, do you have any photos <laughs> of your guys like when you first started in like like no we only have paparazzi goes because we'd bring a paparazzi <laughs> yeah. everywhere we go and we're like so we're sending him like 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 our setup pap shots as our family like early photos because then you don't own the rights that's the only problem oh. and there, you had to bring a camera around with you there were no cell phones with cameras on it that you were taking everywhere it's such a different yeah. so it is it's a balance i right. would rather be old school like what the end of what we got famous, yeah. but now I'm over here like the thirstiest wannabe micro influencer trying to like put. We need to do YouTube shorts. I need oh to go. my gosh! You know, yeah, just, or dancing. It sends you had a great dance last yeah, night. Yeah, I had to go dance like a ballerina to get a check from Reformation. <laughs> they sent me a full. It's really good actually. They sent me a full. Uh, they reached out. They're like, okay, hey, we have this you. ballet collab. We can't tell you the ballet company. We'd love to feature you in this social media campaign. And I was like, oh, amazing. Like, I'm getting paid to be an influencer. I love Reformation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, I saw this this morning. So they send me, like, the the links of, like, and they're full, like, ballet dresses. I'm like, I have no problem dancing in a dress, but that fee isn't going to cover that. Like, and she's like, oh, we're tapped on our budget. I was like, so you're going to... So I had to pick some looks, but here I am, like negotiating wearing a dress in a in a TikTok. I'm like, what I'm is- like, let's see what level of dress because it might not be worth. Let's see what. Yeah, yeah no, I, I might want to hold out. I, a little more I said, money I said, I'm on deck if it increases for the dresses. <laughs> you're like, is the dress ugly? Yeah, I was like, yeah he's like, <laughs> that's color. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just, uh, but I feel like that's why what you're doing is so exciting because you're like right there, mm-hmm. still putting out the content. It still feels like a pop star. And I feel like your hustle is our level of like mercenary, just grind. Like when some of these shows I see, you, I'm like, oh my God, like you're like in the, like you're in there. Like that's also this, that environment yeah. is 
like so much energy these places you perform i don't are they would you call them clubs they almost yeah. look like raves they're club they're it's very rave vibe i would love to i would love to have you guys to the show in november if you're down you got to get the babysitter you got to come out <laughs> where is this uh, one gonna it's be? at the novo it's november 11th it's gonna be good i'm like rehearsing after this i've been in rehearsals all week for the for the show it's like a four act pop theatrical crazy show so yeah. are you, what is the legality of covers? Like, are covers. you allowed to perform covers at your show? Are you allowed to do like the Gaga song? Yeah, or Britney? I, like, what is? I think I'm, I'm like, I'm allowed to do covers. I know I'm doing, um, I'm doing a cover of like Diamonds Are Forever, like really random. Oh my God. But like, I, you're allowed to do covers, but like, I try to stick to mostly like my stuff just cause like too much covers would be like. Yeah. You know. Come Miley Cyrus all of a sudden. <laughs> As much as it gets a little karaoke. It gets a little karaoke vibes. But she kills it. I, I know. I, hey, I, hey, yeah, hey I love, watch out. She's in a cult now, so you can't say really? I mean, allegedly, according to my TikTok timeline. But there yeah. I saw some photos and it makes sense because she had flowers and then all of a sudden she's gone. I'm like Yeah. You know, we have different um for your pages. Clearly. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? You don't know this? Oh, oh, Chelsea uh, knows everything. Uh, wow, I'll send you a link. No, this Conspiracy. is like they have is like, like the, the photos of like each Melissa? person from <laughs> the cult that, that she's is. with at the cult events. And I guess you have to pay a hundred k a month or a year to be in this cult, so it's kind of exclusive. And uh, like that's very you, celebrity. Yeah, so cults like, are was, very celebrity. So I was like, whoa, okay, no broke people in this cult. You yeah. know, so I was kind of like, hey, do you think maybe? We could save up for this cold. Like, I no, love that. No uh, sex honestly, parties, no colds. No, no, no eyes no, wide shut. Not, uh, not that kind of wife. I'm not that cool. <laughs> well, the good news no, is Heidi thought I was going to a, recently a, like, she thought I was going to be sacrificed at like an Illuminati party. <laughs> and her quote was like, did you sign the life insurance thing? <laughs> oh, before, oh my like, God. Like, just in case. Just, I'm like. Uh, Illuminati party. Well, we like, didn't. We didn't know. It was not. It was maybe no, it, it was. It was a. Yeah. It was fringe. I don't Illuminati. think you were on the I wasn't, after party. I yeah. I was. I went. I went home early. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even attend. Yeah. Okay. So you're. Going- this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with twenty five thousand miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, You're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down your local wherever. 
and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Going on tour, November 11th is at... Is the Novo in LA, yeah. Novo in I LA. start October 25th. Oh my so like, gosh. It'll, like five days, I guess, yeah. How are you feeling? You have all your outfits, you have everything. Yeah. The outfits aren't done yet, so that's like a little bit of like a... Okay. <laughs> uh, set pieces aren't aren't done. A lot, of, a lot's not done. I okay. I believe in like the last minute, like it'll all come together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's gonna be really fun. I'm excited to like. I really want to make like my album come to life on stage. Like it's very like 80s deco, cocaine interior, but like on stage. So it'll be really cool. Like I picked out these vintage chairs and this table, and um, like the DJ tables, like this LED like light up like thing, and there's like projector. It's It'll be really cool. It'll be fun. It'll be a vibe. How many cities are you going to? Um, uh, I'm not sure. I think it's like, it's about like a three week tour. It's a bit smaller than other tours I've done, but like we're doing like Boston, New York, Philly, DC, like kind of all the bigger markets. I'm like not doing the Midwest, unfortunately. I'm doing Chicago, but my hometown, I like haven't played a show in my hometown yet. Everyone's pissed at me. So when you go home to visit, did they treat you like the biggest star that's ever? Not at all. Everyone's like, how's that little music thing you got going on? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's it's okay. It's all right. Oh. Just on tour to love. Okay. Why? Just because no <laughs> one's plugged in or they no just don't cares. feel like, oh. I don't know. Yeah. It's like no one's plugged in. And it kind of draws back to that conversation we just had about like influencers or celebrities where it's like, I'm not Alex Earl. So like to me, to like everyone, they're just like, oh, like she's got a little thing going on. It's like not a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like mm. cold. But that's why I did love your Rolling Stone piece, which is mm. a great article, interview, deep dive. Um, the part where you're like, this TikToker, you know, could be have all these views, but then these certain pop, you know, venues you go perform at, they couldn't even sell out. So it's this weird, like, yeah, you could get views, yeah. but how invested are these listeners? Are they actual fans? Do they yeah. go buy a ticket? Do they buy merch? So this like... It's creating this culture, this very, like, new, fierce culture. It's not fierce. This new, like, thing of it's, like, one-hit wonders in the craziest way. Like, it hasn't been like that. I feel like the 80s, there were a lot of one-hit wonders. Mm -hmm. But there were still a lot of artists that kind of rose and kept going above. But right now, everyone gets, like, flash-in-the-pan TikTok hit. And then it's kind of, like, donezo for a while. It's, like, this building an audience that's really engaged with what you're doing that like actually care about your art and your artistry. I feel like Ice Spice and Olivia Rodrigo were like the last two real like breakthrough artists. And that's kind of been it where it used to be, you know, a couple different people a year would break through. Now it's all about like, Oh my gosh, like on the red carpet, it's the guy that rolls bottles down the stairs. Like it's, God, he got paid. He did get paid. I was willing to do that. So I, I was, asking, that I was, I was like, asking Heidi, please. Yeah. She's like, are you cleaning up after it? I'm like, yeah. could be a team clean thing. Right. You were thinking about doing that. Oh. That's so funny. Once he showed me how much he was monetizing, I was like, yes, clean up after, go for it. I was downstairs. like, what if I use all Erwan organic glass? And, you're like, and, and people like, are like, like, what? She's breaking those, ex you know, yeah. it didn't work. Um, if you like right now, you're a masterminding of, you know, um, energy, like this is your vision roll out. Like mm -hmm. what level are you, when are you going to be happy? Cause like, are, are you, do you want to be the biggest pop star in the world? Like, 
stadiums? Are you happy to be just like a, you know, have your audience? Like, where is your like heart in this? Like what level? I mean, part of me as a little girl always dreamed of getting to a level where I would like be playing like arenas and like things like that. But if I'm being realistic, like I would be cool with keeping my audience growing and getting to bigger venue sizes, like maybe one day, like big, big dream would be like Greek theater or like radio city music hall size venues. But you know, it's just, it's so tough. I I feel I'm like a Virgo. I'm very crazy about things that I'm involved in. And like, I, I, I would never want to sacrifice my art or what I think is cool just to get to those like levels, you know what I mean? Or do a song that I think is like really bad, genuinely like really bad, just because a label's telling me it's a hit and like, blah, 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 you know? So I don't know, like, I do want it really bad, but I wish I could do it all in my way. But it's getting like the window for that is like closing because of all these new, you know, all these new things with social media and culture. But like, it's also, you know, it's fun to just be along for the ride. I was a hair salon receptionist. So this is all just a bonus at the end of the day, you know? So what, um, how much does your label help you? Are they helping you with the algorithms? Are they helping you? Mm. Like, where do you fit in compared to what they're doing? Are you doing almost everything? Yeah, I'm, I signed to a pretty indie label. So they help with like my distribution for the most part. But when it comes to like, like they, we just did like a little influencer campaign and like, didn't, I don't know like what's really going on with that, but like, for the most part, when it comes to like visuals and like, like, I feel like nowadays record labels are really kind of just like a bank. Like they kind of will fund your cover and stuff. And then it's, it's kind of up to the artist to like hustle and be on socials and to really drive it and get it in people's ears and like to get people to like use it for reels and to get people to use it for TikToks. Like it's kind of on me to do all of that stuff. Unless when you're with like a really major, major label they have like crazy tapped in like social media campaigning that they can do where they'll pay a bunch of people to use the sound or they'll like, you know, across like reels, shorts. And it's, it's very expensive. It's very expensive. I just told Heidi, was, Heidi was just pitching that to me. I'm like, honey, I don't think we have the budget for these people. But like, that's going to do like a dance. She's like, what if that let's we hit. get that person to do a dance? Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, a hundred thousand dollars. You, I feel like you could probably just organically ask because you know, like people That's love so you. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, I feel I'll like I'll come over. I'll make a date. Yeah, <laughs> I would do it. I'll like I love your music. I would totally do it. I feel like you. There's ways to organically get people to do things and things to catch on, but at the end of the day, it could be like some random kid from Idaho that decides just because they feel like it that day to make a dance, and that's what hits off. Like it's so random, you know. What about touring? Who handles your touring? Do you find the venues? Are you like, I'll do X amount of cities? Do you feel it out? Like, oh, how do you no, dictate that? <laughs> I have okay. agents that do that. I don't know. Okay. I would be, I'm so disorganized. I don't know like how I would even Very begin. But yeah, I have, um, I have agents that do all my touring stuff. So it's like, I'm with Wasserman. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Sounds famous. It's like, like the, it's one like, of them. There's like, you know, there's like CAA, UTA, yeah. Wasserman, yeah. all okay. those. I think but, he like started Hollywood. His like great, like, that name back really? in the day. Wasserman? Pretty sure. Wasserman. I need to look that up. Yeah, I think that's OG. <laughs> wow. But yeah, they handle all my uh, all my touring schedule. Have you, has there been a song you've passed on that you're like, that's a no-brainer hit that you're just like, that's not me, but like you've, you've heard these records that are like, oh, 
that's like a no brainer, but it's eh, it just, just didn't work. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like I, I haven't really had any moments where like a song I write like pretty much everything. So I feel like they're like along with some co-writers of mine, but like, I feel like there hasn't been a moment where I've been like pitch stuff that I'm like not into. No one's like really knocking on my door. You know what I mean? You know what else that reminds <laughs> I wonder if one day you'll want to write for other people also. Like oh, I used yeah. to have LP. She wrote a lot of my stuff. And at the same time, she was and is so big and like touring and doing her own stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would sing things that she wouldn't want it, that she wouldn't think is cool for herself, mm-hmm. you know, but we're just different things and I'm more pop and she is what I don't know the exact genre, but um, I feel like you're such a good writer too that Thank you could you. do both if that was ever interesting to you. Yeah, yeah. it's like write. A you can Dua write Lipa my next song. It's just yeah. get, get so paid for. I would Dua love. Lipa I, I I've been kind of testing the waters of writing for other people a little bit more recently. It's tough because it's very political. Like a lot of those like mm. top top pop artists, it's like they'll be they'll be best friends with a writer, and then that's kind of who is bringing them all the demos and pitch stuff for mm. their record, but. Um, yeah, I would love to write for other people. Can't you just like bump into like Dua Lipa's writer and be like, hey, I call you like coffee? I like trespass like, on just, our property. Yeah, I'm like, hey, them. I was just in the neighborhood. You know, <laughs> She's okay. like, hey. So I always say to Heidi that if I had like a blank checkbook, we would just fly to Sweden or wherever and it's like Max Martin, yeah. write Heidi. Yeah. Like is somebody like that, can they come in if you, like you can't just be like, stalking max martin and be like hey wave the half a million dollar fee so when you say you write you also do the production writing or just the just like the lyrical melody i'm not much of a i i kind of like guide production a little bit like i'll have ideas for like what i'm like looking for out of a song but um i don't really produce but yeah oh my gosh max martin would be like bucket list producer to work with he is phenomenal but it's tough it's like you really have to you have to like prove you can stand on your own legs to even get in conversations with someone like that. I feel, you know, I'm manifesting. He's like for you. heavy hitter, you know. Yeah, because I've seen you in the studio, and I saw you with the producer and like saying, "Okay, and here add a little that and this." And I felt like you were very hands on with the song as well, and like actually oh, writing it and laying it down. And if you don't know, Slater and I did do a collab. She's not very into collabs, but we did, <laughs> and I've heard her say. Um, and I'm bad. I'm so shy. I get so bad at it. I'm always like, I like can't gauge if like the other person is like into it. So I'm always like, fuck, like, I don't know. Um, am I allowed to cuss, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you cool. totally are. This is so, a very chill podcast. Our song didn't come out because it was a cover. Britney, yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a sample and interpolation of Give Me More by Britney Spears, which is like 20K to clear, which I did not know at the time. But, but it, was, it kind of went, but so yeah, good. it's like, I'm, I love that version. We should just leak it. We yeah. should just, Can like, I put just it on put SoundCloud. it out. All right. I'll come to your concert. Wait, we'll no, perform it. Nobody's leaking <gasps> anything. Literally we'll everyone we already know it. Yeah, maybe a driver. I need an outfit. <laughs> I need an outfit. We'll, yeah, no, we I would love hot, to have you. We will talk because okay. I would love to have you. That would be really special. We'll have a moment. I would rather hire, with save up, but would rather hire her to perform. I'll do it. That would be. Oh my god, that would be so fun. <laughs> so let's put somebody aside. All right. All right. Oh uh, my gosh, all right. I could have my stylist hook it up and like a little stage outfit. It'd be so good. All right, November eleventh. I just yeah. had a hydroxy cut campaign. Yeah, shot congratulations ready, on that. I'm ready. You make it like your music video. Were you nervous speaking of like? It seemed like you were actually naked on Hollywood Boulevard for your music video. 
I said you were. I was like, she totally. I had a sticker. But then I thought you had new breasts I had stickers also. for um, tracking, but that was it. So like. Oh, I, that's what I said. I said you had some blur stickers. Or not blur. Like, like I'm talking like that big of a sticker. So I had like pasties, but then one little sticker on the vagina. And then my ass was just out, which was very scary. What time so, of night did you shoot this? It was like 1130 p.m. And you would be appalled at how many children children were on Hollywood Boulevard. I had a robe ready because I we would like be looking way down the street to make sure that like we were in the clear. Cause like I'm not trying to go to jail, girl. Yeah, yeah. So we would be looking down the street and anytime there'd be a family, we'd be like, robe, and I would put a robe on. I'd be like, why are families out at almost midnight? Put your kids to bed. I don't understand. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. late. It was late. It was late and everyone was just roaming. But it was it was crazy. It was very adrenaline rush vibes. <laughs> uh, that's another just crazy thing yeah. about the game right now because like 10 years ago, that video would have been like such like a, viral like a statement moment. viral. Yeah. And it's like, now it's like, you respectfully, it's just like yeah. a scroll. Like yeah. in the sense that like, like you. It's so, it's crazy. It's very frustrating. Do you, do you guys know that account Pop Culture died in 2009? Yes. We actually have a bonus uh, episode with Matt. Uh, that really? we're going to release on a, on a special occasion we've already recorded. Amazing. <laughs> but I yes, go hear. on. So yeah. But just that that sentiment is so true. Pop culture died in 2009. I think that you guys are a really cool example too of kind of that, like you were talking about it earlier, being that last wave of celebrity. It's like things that used to be like, like that video, for example, of mine, like, yeah, like I feel like that would have really made a splash like way back when, but now it's so... There is so much content and so much culture. And then like a couple weeks after I saw this dude who was like a bit smaller than me, just a coincidence, made like kind of a similar video, like this artist. And I was like, everything is just done and everything's done to death. And it's like nothing. It's just crazy, you know? Thankfully with you, like how he says, your talent, like at the end of the day now, like you can do all this, but like at the end of the day, no matter what, we've heard it so much, like talent always cuts through so i feel like that's something by following you i don't if it weren't for heidi i wouldn't know that you're you know i guess people who watch you live and your fans go see concerts but i wouldn't know you're this incredible actual like singer you know because you don't know anymore with auto-tune and production people use live auto-tune that's what i'm saying like yeah yeah, live through the mic auto-tune and mixing it Uh before it even hits so yeah like I don't know if that's just something, you know, maybe an acoustic version, just for people to get like, this is a real mm. talent that you're not like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Or also like live in the studio is was so interesting with you. It was so nice to be a fly on the wall and uh, get in there and hear you because in person, you sound just as amazing as on a song. I mean, like a Thank one you. take live, even better. I, I mean, I really talk about time, it all like, the time. I'm that like, was such a fun day. You are incredible. That was, that was, was so really fun. fun to meet you and be in the studio was genuinely like, highlight one of my top moments in my life it was so much fun you're such a pleasure to work with i feel so bad about that song not working out it's like that sample i i it's funny because that song has like gone like semi-viral on tiktok and i uh like i need to figure out some way to put it out but like i feel like yeah we should just yeah. like not worth lot. the 20 grand yeah. drop yeah. it on lawn awards drop it, yeah, drop it, yeah, it to yeah. the kids just let it is radio something like do you do radio tours now i'm trying to like figure out like a modern pop star like yeah. the hustle like how like do you hit because back in the day you have to go on Kiss FM and you this. go in the in yeah. the radio st- yeah right. that's not it's not as much of a thing as it used to be no one really listens to the radio 
Yeah. We're just older. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But I do think live <laughs> in the studio and I've, you know, when you do that, that would be such a good segment as well. And you could look how you do, you know, it doesn't have to be like raw or whatever you want mm-hmm. to still like keep the curtain up, but, but you like peel it back in a mystique type of way. But I feel like that would be such a good, yeah. and I don't know if you do that. And what are you willing to share? Like, do you talk about your dating life? Like that, is that yeah. something you're willing to like share with fans? Yeah. I honestly, I'm such an open book. Like nothing, nothing is off limits in my like life. Like I feel so like there's nothing where I'm like, Oh no, like, Oh, I can't talk about that. Like breakups, everything. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'd be such an interesting like person to have on a thing. Cause I'll just like talk about whatever, but no, no radio, you know, just doesn't, it's yeah. not, what did happen with that boyfriend? Because oh, he was Colin. your boyfriend, Colin, when I was yeah. there, right? And you got and he like toured with you, right? And he was No, he didn't he didn't tour with me. That actually is kind of why we <laughs> broke up. Oh, okay. He he's great. We ended on honestly fine terms. Like I like was on the phone with him like a couple days ago. He's great. I just we started dating during COVID. We dated for like two years. We like lived together. It was like, you know, serious relationship vibes, but um, that tour I did for my last album, that like club paradise tour was like, you know, we met during COVID and that was like my first time, like actually getting back into the swing of what a normal year for me is like, which is like, I'm not really in town a lot. I'm always all over the place. Like I go all over, I'm touring, I'm like here, I'm there. And, um, yeah, it was just tough, tough for me to be like gone for like two months and then come back and like vibes were kind of weird. And then you know, I had to go like leave for European tour and then I was gone for like another two months. And so we ended up just being like, all right, this is like, it's probably time to just let it go before it gets bad. But yeah. I don't know why I thought he was with you on tour, like in the DJ booth. Am I totally oh, making no, that's that's Owen. That's my friend Owen. Oh, okay. That's okay. actually a mutual friend of me and my ex. Um, I met him through my ex, but he's still my DJ. Like we, okay. he's going on tour with me again. We got, yeah, we got like shared custody of the DJ. I was going to say, maybe Owen is the ticket. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Someone to go on tour. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I've been tapped out with dating for a little while. I've kind of just been like chilling and like doing my thing. I've been so busy that it's like, and dating is weird in LA right now. Like it is like horrible. It is horrible. Why? Like, What's happening? There's just like, guys are just weird. Like, I don't know. Like I, I've, I'm on Raya and like, it's just, I'm not like loving what I'm seeing. I guess I have like too specific of a type. I love like a motorcycle man. And there's just like, not a lot of that. That is really, is your profile like a pop star? Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's like your album cover. Yeah. Well, it's not, not my and, album cover, but like you could go to my Instagram on it. It's like Raya's like everyone can see, like they can see your Instagram and see like all the stuff that you do. But yeah, like I just like, I, I want like a super tatted up, like neck tat, like motorcycle man, like a hardcore country, like. Well, I mean, like mm. I know people in motorcycle clubs. Like, yeah. why don't you just like go hang out at like the Hell's Angels? I at need the Mongols. to. Like, <laughs> I know. I mean, it could be a good music video. Like too. an old, oh, an yeah. old man. <laughs> no, they're not old men. There's like real biker gangs. They're just biker dudes. Yeah, yeah like, that would be a really good music I mean, video on a motorcycle. We, you should direct it on PCH. On PCH, going yeah, right there. That, that would be so good. Neptune's net. Yeah, yeah. and then net. you went on the beach with oh, all the yeah, all the leather. Yeah, yeah. So well, who's got the budget for this? That's the other thing. Back in the day, albums give you like 
million dollar market. Yeah. Like you're doing all, it looks so big time, which yeah, is so impressive. Does. I'm not saying it's not, but like, it like looks $0. like you don't have a <laughs> indie, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, music videos, music videos specifically have changed a lot in recent times. I feel like you have to be a very big artist for your label to green light doing a music video at all. I did some smaller, more DIY ones for this album. I had these big plans to do like this big music video, but instead I spent it on like album cover and visualizers. Cause that was like more important to have like reels and stuff, but music videos don't like, they're so expensive and they don't do anything anymore. No one's like spending four minutes, like going to your YouTube to like watch your video. It used to be such a thing. Like I remember like the Rihanna videos that would come out would be like so viral or like Lady Gaga, Bad Romance, like everyone remembers where they were when that like came out. And now it's so like, it's really tough to have a music video stick. And um, so it's not even really worth making them. Like it's almost... Glad she which told is, Heidi that. Heidi's like, I need a video. Yeah, because no, <laughs> they're we so going, fun to make. They right. are, yeah. And I never did it, but we are going back and forth if it if it's worth it or not. Is it worth it to just have the audio at this point? Like, is that what becomes more viral? Or like, are you... Like you're saying, is it a 10 second reel or is it having someone dance? Like what is the most optimal, beneficial Mm -hmm. way to put a new song out? I feel like short form content that is almost treated like a music video is really impactful. I feel like a lot for this rollout that I just did, me and my friends would like, there was like one night we like hiked up to the Hollywood cross, which, oh my God, don't ever do that. It is... (laughs) Literally so steep and there's scorpions and I was like oh hands gosh. and feet like in the mud. Like it was horrible. Why didn't you guys film that? Yeah, I know. Well, we, we, yeah, like, you can't like, have your phone out. You have to be on all oh, fours crawling. It's, it's crazy. Gosh. But we went up to the glow, the Hollywood cross with a drone. And then I would just use like 30 second videos that were really vibey. Just like of the drone, like kind of like moving. And like you would see like all of LA and then this giant glowing cross that's like above the Hollywood bowl. And then just like me in like a suit, like smoke a cigarette. And like, it's like 30 seconds. It cost us nothing. And that's like a week's worth of reels just to like keep chopping up and editing different. And we got different angles. And I feel like that is almost better than a music video just because you can stretch it for like, cause like, you know, every time you upload something to TikTok, like a new group of people sees it. Um, I'm like, I'm like getting into my little like TikTok no, seminar. No, this yeah, is really. what this but, podcast is. Yeah, right. like you can upload this something you've already posted and like new people might see it the second time. Like it could go viral on the third time you post it. It could go viral none of the times you post it. But like, the, like if you post like similar things, there's a chance that like new people who have never seen it will see it the time that you post it. Heidi was just looking at me very strange the other day really? when I kept doing this audio. And she's like, you already did that audio. You really like that saw that audio, don't you? I'm like, honey, this is It was is like what- an all-day thing. And I was yeah, like, I, was I can't even get hear the same version. thing. I'm like, I cannot keep hearing Which this audio. The- I don't think I care, but I do care, whatever. I was like, I don't care. Turn like, off the freaking audio like, honey, again. This is what people do. Like, they post the, the same thing. Over and over, it's like yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. So, thank you for making yeah, me seem less nuts. When you have a video that like really works and does get you like you know like you get like a million views randomly on one of those TikToks, it's like making that a bunch of times is like also what you're supposed to do. How but much? Also, of the, how much of these three weeks have you planned like out your content and all the reels you're gonna get and TikTok like, mm-hmm. out of the performance? Like, have you 
Are you mapping out like I'm getting this shot? This like are you that detailed yet? Yeah, usually. I mean, during album rollout, we were planning like everything, and I'd be like, I'm posting this this day, and then I've been doing vlogs lately on YouTube, and then cutting those down and posting those on TikTok. So I like know what days I'm posting that. But also, like, then I'll have off swings, which are really bad because like TikTok, if you take a couple days off, like you're basically like you're losing, you're losing like you have to like stay in it. And um, yeah, post album release, I've been like. I've been lacking. And why, why aren't you doing any TikTok live streaming? Because I never see you go live. Yeah, I I need to get more into that. Thank you for saying that because I I I I like doing it. I just don't because that never, pushes the algorithm because yeah. they want you streaming every day, right? Yeah. yeah well, they I mean, say if like you go on minutes. live and then like yeah, like when you go on live, like you're like being fed to people more, right? Yeah, on the on the live for your page. Yeah. So like you when you're that. when you're getting ready backstage, yeah, for the shows, you should be live even in five minutes. Like yeah, to, just they suggest ready. fifteen minutes, you know. Yeah. But and it may not seem to you that you're as successful as you want to be, obviously, like because you have such big aspirations, but to a lot of people you are, you know, like you're, you're on tour. You were just on tour. Like you look like a really big deal to me. You just have this huge album come out. Yeah. You're on tour. You're doing your own thing. Like you are a big pop star in my eyes, you know? So I think that sometimes when you're so deep in something and you have the goal to get to a certain place, it can feel a little different, but from an outside perspective. So seeing you get ready for your show, November 11th, it's going to be really big for your fans. Like Spencer saying to see you backstage for five minutes, like, okay, here's the looks, here's the lineup, here's whatever, because that is something that you can show people that most people can't, you know? So even if they have a viral video of TikTok, they're not going on tour and they didn't have all these other things coming out. So, and I also feel like you're in such a place where you're just really about to launch into the stratosphere that you want. Like you've done so much great groundwork and you're on your way. Like you have hit songs. You are an incredible writer. You continue to get, you you know, amazing. So, you know, I do. That is so sweet to hear. It's, it's, it's true. From someone else, someone who would look up to you who is inspiring to be an artist right now, what are like a few tips that you would tell them, like get on SoundCloud, keep writing? Like what are some of your tips to get to be where you are? Um, Would be like really like expand your like reference points, like listen to as much music as you can and like figure out what you think is cool and make music that you like to listen to. Don't try to chase things that are trends because if it's already a trend and you're seeing that it's over, like you have to like be the new trend, you know, I think that I see a lot of people doing such copycat, um, like ways of making video teasers or like they're in the car. Like, have you ever been in a breakup? This is the song of the summer. It's like, you got to make your own way. You got to make your own format and do your own thing. And people will see that it's different and people you'll get rewarded for it. And I think that yeah, I think that and like just like hustling and learning to like use the internet as a tool because it's such a useful tool. It can be very daunting, but it's such a good tool for like the modern era of marketing your music and making a brand and a name for yourself. So I think that would be my advice. Well, everyone stream Slater's new album by her vinyl on what's Thank the website? You. Slater.com. And that's with Three wise. Three wise. Yes. So any other? And then the tour, they can still buy tickets. Yeah, you can buy tickets. Uh, tour starts October 25th. 
in Boston and it's going to be great. And I'm so excited. And hopefully I will see you guys in LA. We'll, yes. we'll start talking yeah, to Manny. It takes <laughs> a few weeks, but it will. Do they buy Is the tickets really? on yeah. your website? Um, yeah. On my website, on Ticketmaster, anywhere. From me personally, too. I'll be scalping them outside the venue. Perfect. Oh, oh my gosh. Go that, live, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah. Go live. I mean, 100% make that video. Yeah. What is, my own tickets. So from an outside yeah. perspective, too, we ask all of our guests this. What would be your advice to Spencer and I to prolong our fame in 15th minute or music? 16. Well, 16 minute. minute. Thank you. Yeah, we could reference I'm like, oh, we need we need a sit down dinner. I got a lot of... <laughs> oh, you yeah. you okay. need to make a vinyl. A vinyl would go crazy for superficial... Um, uh, yeah, you guys are like, you're so beloved on the internet. And it's like my favorite thing to see. Cause I feel like on the show, you guys were like known as like the villains, but like social media has given everyone an insight to what lovely people you are. And it's so like, I just love it. And yeah, just like you guys kill it on socials and you're so funny and you're so great. And yeah, we need like a how to be famous two book. <laughs> okay. Like I just oh my gosh. Yeah. I just want you guys to like keep it keep it going, you know? Thanks to the ringer and Spotify, we will. Um yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we will text our nanny and we'll see you at the show. Yeah. Thanks. And we need to get back. We should do a song. We need to do an actual song. I'm not afraid of collabing with you because you're so lovely. Oh, okay, so all right, you yeah. heard it. Pre- I you know, we'll talk Spotify into letting us use their eight hundred oh, million dollars yeah. studio here, all their fancy guitars and things. Yeah, we could do it on a Tuesday, right, yeah, Chelsea? Tuesday. <laughs> you should do all an right. "I'll Do It" remix. I'll okay. Do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Okay. And since we own right. the masters, we can yeah. break you. We won't off. have to clear yeah, the sample. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, hey, thank you so much for being our nice. most celebrity guest we've ever had. Oh, I love you both. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you for coming. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.